So now, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. All right. Hey, everybody. <laughs> want to welcome you to today's edition. Yeah, I do. A Bible News Radio. Thank you guys for coming in. Hey, if you don't know who I am, let me tell you who I am really fast. I am Stacy Lynn Harp, known as your sweet and lovable host here at Bible News Radio. We are broadcasting live from Tennessee. That's right. We are in the Bible Belt. And today, what we are doing is we actually have a special edition of our show. This show is actually going to educate you about the marketing of homosexuality to America. So if you've never actually heard the roots of this and how homosexuality was actually marketed literally to America, today what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to be reading from the actual book written by two homosexual activists way back in the mid-80s. And I'm going to show you, I'm going to begin to unfold, to peel back the, the layers. I'm going to show you the actual marketing plan. I'm going to show you quotes from this book so you can actually see how this happened in America. All right, so what I want you to do, if you don't mind, is I want you to please share this out on whatever platform you're on. If you're on uh, Facebook, you can hit that share button. If you're on Periscope, you can share it to all your followers or you can tweet it out. If you're on YouTube, you can also share it there on Twitter. Okay, so whatever platform you're on, you can share it. Now, if you happen to be listening to the audio of this show, uh, one thing I want to do is I want to encourage you to go back and watch the video uh, after after you're done listening to the audio <laughs> because I actually put together some PowerPoint slides which are actually going to have the quotes on it so that you can actually see literally the words of these homosexual activists and what they laid out and how they did it so that you actually have something to arm yourself. <clears throat> also, I want to invite you to join our text message alerts you can do that by texting the term Bible News to 33222. That's Bible News. Text that to the number 33222. All I'll do is, all they ask is just, I just get your phone number. And then what you'll receive is you'll receive a text message probably in the morning with a scripture or a word of encouragement or a question maybe. And then I will text you right uh, before the show to let you know that we're coming on. So you can stay in the loop. Absolutely free service. So feel free to text Bible News to 33222 and uh, get on our text alert list. I would really like to have you on there, actually. And I actually can respond to your tweets, uh, your, your messages, too, right there. I'll get back to you. Everybody that responds, uh, I will actually uh, respond back to you. <clears throat> In fact, a number of you this morning responded to me, and I responded back to you. Some of you uh, had some prayer requests and... Uh, and some of you are so kind to ask you, ask me what you could pray for. And, you know, I think I'm very thankful for that. So I uh, actually uh, am very, very thankful for this. So if you haven't joined our email list, also please join our email list by going to BibleNewsRadio.com. You can go there and sign up and we'll also send you a lot of uh, show information there. We do a lot of recaps and things in that. Uh, and give you some other upcoming information there. So that's what we're going to do today. Uh, if you are new to the show, let me just tell you a little bit about my background because I know that there's different people who uh, tune in all the time. Uh, I have been doing, I, I've been a Christian. I've been a, a born-again, Bible-believing, Christian, conservative, uh, Bible reader and stuff. And uh, I, uh, I want you to know I've been a Christian probably about 36 years. Yeah, I have. Uh, I have been married almost 26 years. Tomorrow is my um, 26th wedding anniversary to my beloved man, Bareface, Randall K. Harp, who is actually the producer of the show and the guy who co-hosts with me every day. 
And uh, so 26 years tomorrow, Randall and I will have been married. It doesn't feel like it's been 26 years. Well, at least it's not shorter, to, right? Not, not, not as long. Not to me. It's yeah. No, I, you know, it really doesn't feel like it's been that long. It just, I don't know. I look older, but that's, you know, anyway. Not much. So I know I actually feel pretty good. So thank you guys. Yeah. So tomorrow we've been married 26 years. We do not have children. I wasn't biologically able to have them due to health issues. Uh, but you know, that's okay. God gave us some wonderful little animals to love. We love animals. And, uh, and of course we have all of you, uh, most of you we like and care about. There's a couple of you who irritate me just so you know, <laughs> but not many of you, just so you know, <laughs> um, we've been doing this show for 14 years. The last three years we've been doing it, uh, in live streaming here on, the internet, <clears throat> starting out primarily on Periscope, which, as you guys know, is owned by a by a, a Twitter, um, and uh, we do have a Facebook page. It's facebook.com forward slash Bible News Radio, and um, and of course we're on all social media at Bible News Radio. So, if you haven't followed us yet on, you know, on any of our platforms, then that's where you go. All right, so. Uh, also, just want to say my background is uh, educationally. Um, I am a trained marriage and family therapist. Uh, I, you know, I practiced probably close to 12, 15 years um, as a clinically trained master's, master's of science degree in clinical psychology. I have an undergraduate degree in human development um, <clears throat> and an associate's degree in um, I don't even know what my associate's degree is in. I think it's in general studies, whatever my associate's degree was in. Um, graduated from Vanguard University of Southern California uh, with my master's in 2005. So it's like, what, 13 years ago? And uh, got my uh, bachelor's degree in human development from Hope International University. Both those are Christian universities. Um, and grew up in California, Southern California. Good old liberal Southern California and watched how the homosexual lobby came into Orange County, which was considered one of the most conservative uh, places in the country. I watched actually how they began the indoctrination uh, of homosexuality at the school board level. Um, and it was about 2001, give or take, I think it was 2001, when uh, Traditional Values Coalition which at the time was headed up by Lou, uh, Phil, no, Lou Sheldon. Uh, him and his wife invited Randall and I, my husband, to go to a GLSEN conference, which, which stands for the Gay, Lesbian, Straight Education Network. They actually invited us to go down there uh, to this conference, which was run by homosexuals and, and transgender activists. And they asked us to go in as spies. I know. Do I look like a spy to you? This is how spies look. I guess you don't know unless you go to the spy museum. Then they teach you how to be a spy to put on like disguises and stuff. And anyway, so we went there. We spent three days with uh, the homosexual activist community. We sat through their workshops and listened to all their indoctrination and the marketing of how they're doing this stuff. And that actually changed really my life in the direction of what I do because at that time, um, what I actually saw was how they targeted children and how they were actually marketing uh, homosexuality and the whole lifestyle to, um, to the kids who had clearly had problems, you know, in their life, whether they were sexually abused or had, you know, a missing parent or some type of attachment disruption or, or something like that. Um, I remember driving home one weekend after this was over and Randall and I, and I was just crying the whole way home. It was like a, I don't know, an hour drive or however long it was. And I was just crushed. I was, I was just crushed. I was heartbroken over what I saw because I saw them not only taking these kids captive who don't have fully developed brains, but I also saw how they were attacking the Christian ministries out there who were actually trying to help people. And, um, you know, having been uh, an employee of Focus on the Family, I worked there for three years, um, and I also did volunteer work for Concerned Women for America. I was actually a member of Eagle Forum, 
and I've had my hands pretty much in every Christian activist organization out there, whether as a volunteer or as somebody who has helped promote uh, activism, all that, all that way. I've done that. Also, part of my background is um, I'm a writer. I, I wrote eight years for The Voice of the Martyrs, their persecution blog. Uh, so I have a very interesting background. I have a, in, a background in psychology, helping people who have struggled with things. But I also have a background understanding Christian apologetics, how to defend the faith worldwide, what impacts Christians and their belief, but also understanding Christian persecution worldwide and its roots, what's going on, and uh, you know where it's been and where it's coming and where it's going. And so I come to you today with, with a, a mission, and frankly, this has been a mission of mine for a very long time, and I actually finally have the tools to be able to put this up in class, in like a classroom type uh, information. And the fact of the matter is, there have been big ministries like American Family Association many years ago. Uh, they hired Janet Parshall, who is a radio talk show host on the East Coast, and she's now with Moody Radio. They hired her to do a series called Silencing the Christians, and they did this um, little vignette, a little series about how the homosexual lobby has come in and tried to silence Christians. And how have they done it, right? They've done it through, um, through, for, through basically indoctrinating people with the homosexual uh, belief system and then penalizing anybody who comes against it, right? And, uh, and, you know, they had some success. The problem is, you know, sometimes you just can't dedicate your whole day or your whole show, like Janet, she can't just spend all five days of her show just talking about this issue, right? But, but frankly, I can because this is my show. I'm not, I'm not bought and paid for by anybody. Um, and I can talk about whatever I want. And as long as you tune in, you'll listen, right? So you're a captive audience by choice. Uh, you're not paying me a check. So I can talk about this freely without being squenched or bought and paid for by anybody to not talk about it. Um, and frankly, I think that's what new media is about. And I consider myself um, um, a catalyst with new media. And I guarantee you, your church, your pastor, unless they are active and aware of these social issues, they don't know this stuff. Okay? And that's a fact. They don't. Most of them don't know that. So what we're going to do today is we're going to look at a couple of things. We're going to look at one issue today. And then later in the week, I don't think tomorrow we're going to do it because it's going to be our anniversary. But later in the week, we're going to look at some of the other stuff. I'm going to take you through this book. This is the classic book. It's titled After the Ball, How America Will Conquer Its Fear and Hatred of Gays in the 90s. And if you've listened to me any length of time like David has, uh, then you know about this book. And I guarantee you, if you go to Amazon, at least last time I checked, this book here uh, it's hard to get now. It used to be like, yeah, five or six bu bucks, something like that. And, um, I mean, I got mine for $2, but I've seen this book cost over a hundred bucks at this point. This is a paperback book. Um, it was a, na a number one national bestseller and the Washington Post way back in the 1980s, mid eighties, when this was written, wrote a lightning rod for debate. Okay. People always say, well, is there really a homosexual agenda? Yeah, there is. And it's right here. It's, this book tells you exactly how they laid out the plan. So let me tell you a little bit about the authors. I'm just going to read you their bios so you know who, who we're going to be quoting. And you're going to see the quotes on the screen. So I, and I will also tell you um, that uh, Marshall Kirk, he was a researcher in neuropsychiatry, a logistician and a poet. He graduated from Harvard University in 1980. He worked with Johns Hopkins study of mathematically precocious youth and designed aptitude tests for adults with 200 plus IQs. Uh, and he, at the time this was written, he wrote full time. He lived in uh, Cambridge, Massachusetts. I don't know if he's still living. I can't remember. One of these guys is led to, is um, believed to have committed suicide actually. Um, Hunter Madsen, received his doctorate, so he was a doctor, in politics from Harvard in 1985. He was an expert on public persuasion tactics and social marketing. 
Uh, he designed commercial advertising on Madison Avenue and served as a consultant to gay media campaigns across the country. He appeared frequently on national uh, media as an advocate for gay rights, and he lived up in San Francisco. So this is, uh, so this, these are the bios here. And like I said, I know one of them was found dead in their apartment. Uh, there, was, uh, there was never a cause of death given, but some people believe it was actually suicide that took the life of one of these uh, gentlemen here who uh, wrote this book and uh, who, you know, who I'm going to share their words with you. So just to give you a background, and I hope you guys have some pen and paper because this is important. And if not, just watch the show again and, um, you know, and, and just take notes after the fact. But I want to say hi to a couple of people. Tim, thank you for coming in. And Darren, of course, thanks for coming in. I like the fact that you said the word fact. <laughs> also, let me say hi to Angie, Marty, Monica, Mia, Advar, Joyce, Carmen, Melanie, D uh, Diane, Natasha, David, Lisa, Michelle, uh, Janie, and I can't see some of the other ones, but all you guys, thank you guys for coming in. I really, really appreciate it. And again, thank you for sharing this, uh, this show out because, again, you're not going to get this unless your pastor or whoever it is that actually teaches you the Word of God actually does this research and knows about these resources. You're not going to know about it. You're going to wonder why. How did this happen? How did it happen? So I'm going to give you a quick uh, thumb, thumbnail here. Uh, first of all, uh, this book, uh, let me just tell you, I'm going to... Go ahead here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you some of the quotes here, okay? So I was just going to give a shout out to the people on Facebook. If... Okay, go ahead. All right. <laughs> well, sure. Um, uh, Tim Gillette is over there. Okay, yeah, I said hi to Tim. Oh, you did? Okay. And I said hi to Darren. All right. That's I, the only I, I one didn't... I see, but I think there's more people there. Yeah, and I was trying to get Tim's comment up, but there it goes. But he's just asking how you are, so. Yeah. I'm good. All right. All cool right. deal. So first let me give you some of the endorsements from inside this book okay just so you can see who the people were who were endorsed this book way back in the day okay so uh, advocate did the advocate which is a homosexual um, website and magazine they said offer some excellent suggestions as to how we may proceed and making america more tolerant of gay men and lesbians um uh, Newsweek said reflects a larger schism within the gay community today between the separatists and the assimilationists. The debate reached a high pitch in after the ball. Uh, Kirkus Reviews, which is actually a, a very popular uh, book review site, wrote startling, important, long needed. Um, the Lambda Book Report wrote incisive, well-written, pragmatic, Riley humorous and refreshingly, refreshingly politically incorrect. The irony of that comment, actually. <laughs> and the Columbia State wrote, there's enough in this book to provoke, even educate anyone gay or straight. And the Indianapolis News wrote, should be read by almost everyone in American society. All right. And just to get you the exact date when this was actually published, so you know the historical publishing date of this particular book was in 1989. It was published by Doubleday out of New York. Okay. So again, that explains the title, how to conquer the, the subtitle, how to, how America will conquer its fear and hatred of gays in the nineties. Now the book starts out by, um, breaking down different categories, okay? And in this book, uh, the, the first chapter, and I'm just going to tell you a little bit. We, we'll dig deeper into this later, but today I really wanted to give you the first persuasion tactic that they, that they laid out. But they do talk about a, straight, a, a field trip to straight America, um, you know, and then they talk about the roots of homophobia and homo-hatred, and they really talk a lot about prejudice and what it is, how it's ingrained in us, they use the um, uh, evolutionary uh, worldview, so and basically they believe we, we came from apes. You know that we we weren't really made in God's image or anything. And then in part three of the book, it's titled "Strategy, Persuasion, Not Invasion," and uh, they lay out here actually eight practical principles for the persuasion of straights. So if you're not gay, you're straight, um, and those. Those tactics are don't just express yourself, communicate, 
appeal to the skeptics, keep talking, keep the message focused, portray gays as victims of circumstance and oppression, give potential protectors a just cause, make gays look good, make victimizers look bad. By the way, you are the victimizer if you oppose homosexuality, just so you know on that. Today what we're going to do, though, is we're going to look at the section of this book uh, titled Pushing the Right Buttons, Halting, Derailing, or Reversing the Engine of Prejudice. And we're going to look at the first tactic, which is titled uh, Desensitization. And I know Randall's going to go ahead and he's going to put up on the screen some little PowerPoint um, thingies that I made. What is this called? You know, PowerPoint thingy. Is is it called a thingy? I'm just wondering. Presentation. <laughs> okay. Slide presentation. Slide presentation. Okay. So the from the from the first page here, uh, pushing the right buttons. Okay. Halting, derailing, or reversing the engine of prejudice. Okay, so the prejudice, just so you know, that they're talking about here is the so-called prejudice that anybody would oppose homosexuality, right? That we would oppose uh, the sexual act of sodomy, uh, which is what uh, generally most people think of as homosexual behavior, right? That's homosexual um, sex acts, right? In fact, the first part of this book actually talks about this. Um, the issue of what, you know, what, why homosexuals are seen this way, why homosexuals are seen as sexually deviant people. And what that means, and I don't mean this to sound mean or anything, but in the olden days, when a man committed sodomy with another man, you know, most people looked at that behavior and said that that, that deviated from the normal behavior of a man to have sex with a woman, right? So for another man to have sex with another man is deviant behavior. It deviates from the norm. And yes, that sounds harsh, doesn't it? But it used to be, just so you know, that that deviant behavior made people feel gross and grossed out. Like, ugh. You know, ooh, I can't believe you did that. That's gross. It's nasty. That goes against everything that that God created a human being to do. Uh, you know, and just because it's possible to insert a male part in a butt of another male doesn't mean that it's a natural thing to do, okay? Just because you can do it doesn't mean it's normal or natural. And so in the olden days, when people thought of homosexuality, that's what they thought, Right? Okay, and I don't mean to be graphic, but, you know, just saying. I call a spade a spade, right? So, uh, so, so this, the tactic that they wanted to talk about here was um, desensitization. So in this book, uh, in this particular chapter, what they talk about is how to push the right buttons. Halting, derailing, or reversing the engine of prejudice. So what is the prejudice? The prejudice is that you think that that behavior, and I'm not saying the person, I'm saying the behavior is deviant from the norm. Okay, so I don't know what you're putting on the screen yet, but are you putting anything up there? Not at this very moment, but now I am. This okay. slide I already had up that you read earlier. Okay. So the slide that I'm looking at right now says desensitization. And these are two quotes right here on this one. It, Novelties cease to be novel if they just stick around long enough. And with a rank odor smelled upon entering a room, if you can't get rid of it, you eventually cease to smell it. All right, so I'm going to read you. Um, I'm going to read you the context of that if I can just find it, because I didn't underline it on my page, but I will, def I will definitely find it. So, um, so in speaking about novelties ceasing to be novel, um, it says here, as a general physio-psychological rule, novelties cease to be novel if they just stick around long enough. They also cease to activate alerting mechanisms. There are excellent evolutionary reasons for this. If the mammal either has no good reason 
to respond or if or is for some reason incapable of doing so, it is actually hindered in its normal activities if its attention continues to be taken up by irrelevancy. You'll have noted this in your own life. If you hear a protracted, ear-splitting, mechanical screech, you'll either be so alarmed or so annoyed that you'll be forced to take action. If you hear a softer, though perhaps nonetheless annoying sound like the ticking of a clock and you can't shut it off, you will eventually shut it out or may cease to hear it altogether. Similar, and then it says, similarly with a rank odor smelled upon entering a room, if you can't get rid of it, you eventually cease to smell it. All right, so let's talk about that just for a minute, okay? So you know what he's saying, what, what the author is saying here. He's basically saying, and this is in the context, if you read earlier in the, in the book, it's, it's basically talking about homosexuals and how they are, right? So the novelty of it all. In the olden days, nobody knew a homosexual or very few people did. It was like this novel thing. Oh, did you know Uncle Joe so-and-so was, was gay? Did you know that? You know, I mean, that was, that was the mindset. The goal of the author here is to change that mindset to desensitize America, because that's what this book was for, was to desensitize America and get them to the place where, you know, when they saw homosexual, it didn't, it didn't alarm them anymore, okay? And they actually, um, you know, use this interesting quote, novelty cease to be novel if they just stick around you long enough, right? I mean, how many of you know that to be true? It's totally true. And with a rank odor smelled upon entering a room, if you can't get rid of it, you eventually cease to smell it. It's kind of anybody who has pets gets that. You know, I mean, if you have, you know, a cat litter box as an example, and you live with a cat, you eventually will cease to smell the cat. And, you know, and, and I know just from going over to certain people's houses, I know they have animals. If I go into their house, oh my gosh, that smell. It's like, ugh, you know, and yet they can't smell it because they're so used to it. And so that was kind of the point of, um, what they said here, the author goes on to say here, and I want you to, I want you to hear this because this was interesting. He wrote, Frank uh, Kafka wrote a delightful fable titled The Animal in the, in the Synagogue that might almost have had desensitization in mind. His story, Never Finished, deals with a, a peculiar animal, the only one of its kind, which has been living since time immemorial in a synagogue. The elders take a dim view of this state of affairs, although quiet, the animal emerges from its nook during services and distracts the women who sit in the back from their devotions. Moreover, there's no telling with so very odd an animal what, it, what its habits might eventually prove to be. Suppose it bites? There is talk of mounting an expedition to catch it and kill it, but the synagogue is very large and very old with a thousand bolt holes in which the animal might hide and it's capable of climbing high and running fast. Any such expedition would be difficult and would run the risk not only of failure but of damaging irreplaceable artwork. The upshot is that the elders call the whole thing off and as the animal never gives anyone the least trouble they all get used to its presence and eventually cease to think about it at all. You see the parallel? So the author here says, apply this to the problem of homo-hatred. And then, Randall, you can go to the next, uh, the next uh, slide. Because I'm going to read exactly what it says on the next slide. Apply this to the problem of homo-hatred. If gays present themselves or allow themselves to be presented as overwhelmingly different and threatening, they will put straights on a triple red alert driving them to overt acts of political oppression or physical violence. If, however, gays can live alongside straights visibly, but as inoffensively as possible, they will arouse a low-grade alert, only which, though annoying to straights, will eventually diminish for purely physiological reasons. Straights will be desensitized. And I bolded that, okay, because... That's kind of important, and that's kind of the po point of this book, right? It goes on to say, um, um, 
put more simply, if you go out of your way to be endurable or unendurable, people will try to destroy you. Otherwise, they might eventually get used to you. This common sense axiom should make it clear that living down to the stereotype a la gender bending is a very bad idea. We can extract the following principle for our campaign. Okay, in the next slide, Randall. To desensitize straights to gays and gayness, inundate them in a continuous flood of gay-related advertising presented in the least offensive fashion possible. If straights can't shut off the shower, they may at least eventually get used to being wet. All right. And in fact, this was actually quoted um, from uh, other people who have covered this issue. And let's let's talk about this. Okay, let's just say this again. To desensitize straights to gays and gay- gayness, inundate them in a continuous flood of gay-related advertising. Has that happened? Yeah, it has. <laughs> I mean, it has happened, and it has happened, and it has happened, and it has happened. And it says here, in, into a continuous flood of gay-related advertising presented in the least offensive fashion possible. Remember Ellen DeGeneres when she first did her show, Ellen? Ellen is hilarious. I love her. She's one of the funniest people, I think, on TV. And way back in 1987, she did her show. She came out, and in great, funny Ellen fashion, she presented herself, pulled the microphone to her, and said she was gay. That was funny, and that was a historic moment in in, uh, TV advertising. Then you had the TV show, uh, even before Ellen, uh, called Three's Company, right, with the John Ritter character uh, on there pretending that he was gay so that he could live with two women, right? So they, they, you know, they, he wasn't gay, but Mr. Roper in that TV show, he made fun of gays in that show, if you recall, if you're old enough to remember that show. Uh, he actually mocked the gays while John Ritter's character played as a gay character in order to live with two women, even though he wasn't gay. So again, they, they normalized that, whether or not the media or the people in the, who were watching the show actually you know, saw it that way. That's what they were doing. They were normalizing stuff like that. They were presenting it to the cultures. Oh, this is non-threatening. This person isn't, you know, uh, out of the norm. They're not an outlier. But then it says here, you know, you present it in the least offensive fashion possible. If straights can't shut off the shower, they may at least eventually get used to being wet. So, in other words, when you talk to your friends and, and you ask them the question what percentage of the population is homosexual because they see homosexual characters continually in the media. They actually will give you a percentage like 50% of the population is homosexual or 60% or, you know, 40%. When the reality is the research shows it's one to 3%. So it's so small in comparison to what the perception is. Right. And I think that, you know, looking back now, I mean, this book was designed to in, begin the indoctrination heavily in the 1990s. We're looking here, we're 2019, almost 2019. That's quite a few years between now and then. And they have actually successfully uh, done an excellent job of desensitizing uh, America to this. But I want to read you the last part of this this chapter this this section it says here of course while sheer indifference is itself vastly preferable to hatred and threats we would like to do better than that we turn next to more difficult but also more vigorous and rewarding tactic so we'll talk about the next tactic in the in the the next show maybe thursday we'll get to that Um, i don't think we're going to talk about about it tomorrow but desensitization Uh, Just like anything, uh, you know, you are trying to promote and get people to accept uh, has been the number one tactic where homosexuality has been marketed in America. And if you are under 30, you've seen it your whole life. If you are over 30, you probably watched it 
and at first when Queer Eye for the Straight Guy came out, you were kind of going, eh, I'm not sure about this show because, you know, we've always seen these people as, you know, weirdos and deviant and stuff. Um, and then when Will and Grace came out and, you know, and then Break, Broke Back Mountain, the movie came out and then, you know, and then Rosie O'Donnell came out on her show as the talk show host as a lesbian and, and so on and so forth. You get the picture. It, it's kind of like, oh, great. Now what? The problem is that if the problem is, is that we have been desensitized. They accomplished their goal and you want to know how they did it? They planned it, they executed it, and they succeeded. And people decided, oh, you know what? I don't, I don't really care that that weird animal is over there anymore. It doesn't bite. It's not bugging me because that's how they marketed it to you. And I have to tell you, spiritually speaking, it's clever as all get out. You know what I mean? It is the devil's tactics on steroids because the devil took something deviant and he made it acceptable, and the church essentially didn't do anything about it. There you go. Randall, you got any comments? Do I have any comments? You asked first. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, earlier I was looking up. Uh, I'm, I'm, it's either I'm really loud or I'm, I'm not <laughs> making contact. So um, can you turn my mic level down a little bit? Which number are you two? I'm in number two, yeah. So and at least that's that way I can get up here that. and talk. Yeah, that's good. Um, there's that uh, there's that uh, bastion effect, Wikipedia. Yeah. You know, take it with a pound of salt. You know, because anybody in the world can write anything they want in any subject, so you know you're getting the best information. Okay. Anyway, speaking of uh, Marshall Kirk. Uh, under the health section, it says Kirk suffered from severe migraine headaches that were preceded by a, or yeah, preceded by a strong desire to talk and rapid monologue. He found that if he gave into these babbling fits, the headaches would be alleviated. He had other medical problems and suffered from bouts of depression that required electroconvulsive therapy on three occasions. Because of the negative effects. On his memory, he considered ECT to be the last alternative to avoid death. In part due to this medical history, his knowledge of pharmacology was usually greater than that of anyone who treated him. Interesting. When he died, and that was approximately um, approximately July 28, 2005, uh, when he died, he was found alone in his apartment by two friends. The cause of death has never been publicly revealed. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the authors, uh, Carmen. Yeah, that was Marshall Kirk. Yes. Yeah. Sad, sad it, story. Both of it, both, yeah. both of it's, it's really sad. And, you know, the thing, the reason why I'm bringing this forth is because, honestly, I'm so sick and tired of, of the liberal media basically telling us here on the right when we actually do our research and we use the source, their source material. I'm not quoting Christian material. I'm, I'm showing you what they wrote. I'm telling you their background, and I'm telling you they did it. They did it, right? You know? Um, so, you know, any, anybody can, can say, well, you're a liar and you're blah, blah. And I'm like, but I'm reading from their playbook, literally their playbook. And anybody in the media knows what we're talking about. Uh, Darren wrote, Ellen's lesbian partner quit identifying as lesbian, eventually left her uh, and married a, a man. Change is possible. Yeah, that was, um, oh, Darren, remind me her name. It's, I'm putting a blank on it. I can, I can picture the face. I can but picture I can't. her face, but right now I can't remember the name. But I know who you're talking about. <laughs> In fact, her mom, I think it was. I'm not, I'm not, I'm trying to remember. Uh, yeah, they were on assignment by the devil. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, so those of you who are watching, let me ask you something. Does, how does this, hearing this information, seeing the actual quotes, because all I put up there on those slides is literally quotes from the book. How does that make you feel seeing that? Uh, that book is still available on Amazon to anyone who wants to know. Yeah, and I'm not sure how much it is, but I'll look it up right now. Because um, $86. 
Okay, so eighty six bucks. If you want to spend eighty. For the paperback, only eighty one forty two for the hardcover. Okay, they have a they have a they have a hard couple, huh? Hardcover. I think I have like promoted this book probably more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. So they've jacked the price up for sure. I mean, it, I I got two. I got oh. it for two bucks. But someone's uh, selling the uh, first edition for one thousand six hundred forty one dollars and forty three cents. Well, there you go. Yeah. And it says here two new from six hundred and seventy three dollars, one collectible for one hundred and ninety five dollars. So yeah. So let me ask you guys, why why do you think they've jacked the price of that up? Oh, Portia de Rossi, that's right. Thank you for reminding me, Darren. I totally forgot yeah, her name went out of my mind. But yeah. So this book here, which honestly uh, you should not have to pay that much money for. You gotta ask yourself why are they charging so much for it? If it's not historical or really super important what's in this book, why are they jacking the price up to it for hundreds and hundreds of dollars and over a thousand bucks in that one case? I mean, seriously, why? You got to ask yourself that, right? I mean, how bad do you want it, right? How bad do you want to actually see their material so you can see how they marketed it? I mean, there are things in here. I'm going to be taking some pictures later, and I'm going to show you some of the actual campaigns in here because I'm going to do a whole series on this. So you can see it. Then you can go back. You can watch these shows. You can share it out. You know what I'm saying? And you can actually show people, look, we've been duped, and this is how we've been duped, okay? Because um, honestly, there's no reason why this book should cost this much money. I mean, there's, there's not. There's no, there's no reason whatsoever. So uh, let's see if there's any questions here from, from anybody. Uh, Carmen says, good question. Uh, hi, Magnus. How are you doing? Okay. Oh, so when I was, yeah, the other gal. Yeah, Darren says, because they succeeded and now it has collectability, it's like having an original copy of the Declaration of Independence. I, I wouldn't call it close to the meaning of that but i do agree with you i do agree with you on that i think i think it's true and you know it's interesting you know how people try to censor books they book burn and stuff you know what i mean why did why do people burn books because they don't want the knowledge in that book to be exposed whatever it was right i mean it's like the enemy blueprint that was exposed here it is uh you know Oh, can I read it? Yeah. Ooh, wouldn't you want to know the insider's tactics and how they did what they did? Right? I mean, think about it from, from the flip side. As a Christian, why has the Bible been attempted to be destroyed and burned and banned and all that throughout history? For the exact opposite reason. Because, again, the devil, he doesn't want the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ out there. He doesn't want the truth that you could be set free from your sin, you know, and be forgiven for your sin. You know, the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus, our Lord. The devil don't like that. And so, of course, he's doing everything he can to destroy the Bible. But praise God, you know, God's word will never return void. And it certainly won't be destroyed because there's no power that can overcome God. You know, just so you know. Uh, did you want to say something? I was thinking, I think the partner we were trying to think of that changed orientation was Anne Hesch. Oh, yes, Anne Hesch, too. Yeah, I think... I think It was Anne Hesch. I think Portia is still... Portia and uh, Alan um, are still an item. And Anne Hesch's um, mom... Uh, I'm trying to think... What was her name? Darren, look it up for me. As a pastor, this is one book that we need to get a hold of. It is. And unfortunately, you got to pay a lot of money to get it, just so you know. But in the meantime, you can watch our show. And again, you can take some of the quotes uh, that we're going to be sharing here and, and do that. Because, um, yeah. Because, you, frankly, every pastor who cares about God's word needs to see this. Okay? They really do. They need to see how this was. And when we get to the next tactic that they use, you're going to look at that and you're going to go, oh my gosh, that explains why I feel the way that I feel, you know, because, uh, the next tactic is jamming. And essentially what that is, is that's, that's where they present two different scenarios. They get, they force the person to have this feeling that is conflicting, you know, and I'll give you one, t one of the, the scenarios is, well, um, uh, and one of, one of the words, one of the phrases you've probably heard is, well, who are you to tell me who I can't love? 
so they they take the language again and then they create this manipulative uh emotion that you have to you have to choose it's like well oh well you know and so anyway we'll talk about that in a couple of days though uh because because it's important to talk about right now though i do want I do want to thank you all for tuning in. I'm I'm hoping that this that you're finding this show important and helpful. And I want you to know that um, you know, one way that you can help us is by not only sharing the show out, but by actually supporting our sponsor, Ariel Ministries. Um, you get a twenty percent discount whenever you go over to Ariel.org and use the coupon code Bible News. You can buy whatever you want in the store. Um, I actually have a couple of recommendations that we've been talking about to get you uh, more more deeply rooted, rooted in, in God's Word. One here is a Ariel's Bible Commentary, the Messianic Jewish Epistles. Uh, this is a, a commentary on the book of Hebrews, James, 1st, 2nd Peter, and Jude. It's a hard copy book. I think we shared this yesterday. Uh, I think it was, what, $32 plus whatever, uh, um, you know, whatever discount it's like 25 26 bucks good book to get um arnold has also written the come and see series i know that you can actually see uh the messiah yeshua Re- divine redeemer one on our site there at biblenewsradio.com forward slash resources there's also what we know about god theology proper a short bible study and also the word of god its nature and content as well as a number of other ones so these are really good for your devotion times, really. I mean, they're quick. Arnold writes in simple language, so even if you're a newer believer, you can understand what he says, and you can take it piece by piece, get grounded in God's Word, get firmly planted in His Word, and and grow in your faith that way. So that's one thing. Also, we do have the free Bible study on the website there. Uh, this month, I think that's going to be... Uh, the last month that we're going to be offering that, uh, the current way that we're doing it. Uh, so you can go to uh, BibleNewsRadio.com forward slash resources and click and download the Bible study, uh, which is um, titled something, which I'm trying to find right here. Why is God saving Gentiles today? <laughs> today? There you go, right there. So why is God saving Gentiles today? Download that. Get that free resource in your on your computer, on your phone, and read it. Also, while you're there, you can check out Eschatology, The Doctrine of Last Days. That's a DVD series. Dr. Arnold Fruchtenbaum did excellent stuff. Model Belston also did, did a number of uh, uh, teachings as well. And he's been a guest on our show a number of times. Uh, really, really great Bible teacher. Um, and, of course, we've talked a lot about Yeshua, Life of the Messiah. Uh, from a Messianic Jewish perspective, you can get the abridged version. And, frankly, if you're a pastor, you need that book in your, li- your library. Or you can get all four volumes and buy all those and save 20% when you use the coupon code Bible News. Also, you guys know Bullhorn, the app, if you're not following yet us on Bullhorn. Um, I know we're getting more followers lately. Uh, we do upload the audio to this show over on there so you can listen to it later you can actually communicate with us there as well by leaving us messages in audio format or commenting on the show there uh and uh, they are currently a sponsor of our show as well so support that by going there it's free for you you don't have to pay anything for that um and i definitely want to thank you for doing that and i want to just put out again uh, a, a resource or a call to action to you, those of you who enjoy our show and you really like what we do, because let's just face it, not a lot of people do. Uh, we were invited again to go to the Prophecy Watchers uh, Blessed Hope Conference in Oklahoma this coming October, actually a couple of days after my big five zero birthday. Can't wait. I'm going to be 50. It's going to be so exciting. Anyway, um, anyway, Bob and Gary uh, invited us back to be a part of the media coverage there. And we need help getting there. So if you can donate some money towards that, we're looking for about $1,500 to come in uh, to cover that. And so, you know, please donate to that right now. I think we've had $100 donated and we only got like a month and a half or so to, to, um, to raise that. So, you know, please give out of your, however you can, donate to our show, say, hey, put this towards your travel, all that stuff. Uh, we're keeping our expenses super low because that's what we do. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, we'll be recording 
uh, all the top speakers there. In fact, a number of them have been on our show this this year. We're going to get to meet them in person. We'll be doing interviews, and we will be doing some live streaming there, as well as actually playing those interviews after the fact. Uh, so please help us go, okay? Because we are a two-person ministry, but we are on a mission, and uh, and I believe God will provide through you who actually love our, our show and support what we do. And, and I really want to thank you for doing that. And I also want to thank those of you who committed to donate to us every month. Uh, you are our pillars of the community. Um, you know, words can't tell you how much I love you guys. And I really appreciate you putting your money towards what we do. It helps me and Randall uh, to uh, do what we do every day. I mean, let's just face it. We all, we all work, right? And and I am here every day. Randall's here every day, right? You see us, right? We're here every day. <laughs> it's not like we take a lot of days off. And we're here because not only are we called to do this, but I love this. This is one of my passions in life. And when you guys give to it, it actually validates God's call on my life. You know, and I get messages from you guys. And, and you know, somebody recently, I think it was Joan, messaged me on our Facebook page and said that... Um, that one of the things that she appreciates about the show is the gentle manner, generally speaking, and what and how we present these issues. Because, you know, we're not out here to, um, you know, condemn anybody, but we're out here to encourage the church, to equip the church, and to actually, you know, nurture you and help you to be bold in your faith, to stand up and go with God wherever you are in the marketplace. Yes, Gary Stearman is a friend of mine. And Bob Ulrich, they invited us to come. In fact, they're going to be coming on our show probably in a couple of weeks, hopefully, to talk about the conference. Um, but we were there last last year um, at, uh, at the conference in Oklahoma. And the other thing, too, is when we're there, we're also going to be able to hook up with Stephen Black again. If you don't know who Stephen is yet, let me tell you, he's been on our show a number of times. He heads up First Stone Ministries. He's a former homosexual. He left... You know, God delivered him. He's been married over 30 years. He is being vilified left and right, and the gay activist community is trying to shut down his ministry. Okay, so I'm just saying, Stephen's going to be there. Uh, we're going to try to connect with him again. Um, and I think we have a couple other friends there, too, that we're going to try to connect with uh, when we go. So, you know, last couple of weeks ago, I shared with you that we brought in about $1,200 last month uh, for the show. Um, we need about 1500 <laughs> you know, to get that. And it would be preferred to have that on top of what we normally bring in. So, you know, if you guys can throw some money towards that mission, we'd really appreciate it because, you know, we definitely need it. Um, the other thing, too, um, I wanted to share is uh, Legal Shield. You guys know that as a side gig, um, you know, not only do I do this, but I do Legal Shield. Legal Shield is an awesome product. Uh, it's twenty four ninety five a month for a couple, a family, individual. It's just, you know, one flat price. For a family, it, it covers a couple and children up to 26 years old. If you're an individual, it's still the same price. Uh, you can get your will made. Uh, you can have unlimited access to attorneys. Uh, they'll answer your questions. They'll write letters for you, make calls on your behalf. There's there's hundreds of ways you can use this service uh, for twenty five ninety. $24.95 a month. Uh, that's the basic fee. There's a whole bunch there. You get access to a member's perks program. Um, and I would love to tell you more about it and sign you up, get you on my team. I think we've come up with a new team name uh, for uh, my Legal Shield side business. And that is, what is it? Defend and Save? That's that what we came up with? Team Defend and Save? Is that it? I'm trying to yeah, remember. Defend and Save. Yeah, so Team Defend and Save. So if you, you uh, actually join us, we came up with the name Team Defend and Save. There's actually a double meaning to it. First of all, defend, because that's what Legal Shield does, helps you to defend yourself and gives you actual confidence. But save, because you're going to save a lot of money. And just the will aspect, getting the will, getting, if you don't have your will done, you need to get your will done. Okay, I don't care who you are. You need a will to get it done. If you don't own property, who cares? You still need to get it done. If you have a pet, you need to get it done. If you have children, you need to get it done. Wills are extremely important, and they cost thousands of dollars, sometimes couples of thousands of dollars, to get it done. Um, you need to sign up as soon as you can get your will done. You can get it done for twenty four ninety five, literally, 
and you got the Legal Shield app in the palm of your hand at all times. It helps you with speeding tickets, accidents, a whole bunch of other stuff, and you get access to the Members Perks program, which is there's over 400 places you can save money. If you're a Verizon user for your phone, you can save on your phone bill as well as other uh, things. I'm I'm just telling you, it's you shouldn't be without it. In fact, I talked to three people today, all interested in signing up for it. And, um, you know, certain things have to take place, but get the info, then go, oh my gosh, how do I live without this? And then get it and sign up under me, of course, because then that will support our show and you. Uh, and then the second product is ID Shield, which is $9.95 a month. There's no hidden fees. That's really what it is. And it protects about 65 pieces of information, including your social security, your driver's license, your passport, loans, your banks, your credit cards. They give you a $5 million guarantee. Uh, they include all the, you know, if something happens, it actually, um, they provide all the coverage and they'll fix it to you, for you, up to $5 million worth of work, you know, and that's a lot of work, right? Um, and they give you ID Shield Vault to protect your passwords. Uh, and you also have access to the Members Perks program. So if you don't want to become a Legal Shield member, you can still do ID Shield for $9.95, still get access to all your perks. You're going to save over nine, ten bucks on your perks if you use them. Um, so it's really a no-brainer. It really is. Um, we've already saved over 400 bucks. I was talking to my friend Lisa, who signed up as an associate in California. I didn't even know she was an associate, and she was sharing with me this morning that she saved, she saved about, she saves $9 a month on her Verizon bill, which pays for her ID shield pretty much. And she recently saved $69 on McAfee security for her computer. So there's that. Also, here's the other thing. Christmas is coming up, you guys. And you know what? A lot of people need extra money for Christmas. If you want to become an associate and sell Legal Shield. I want you, and you're serious about wanting to grow your business, I want you on my team. I, and you guys can sign up for $99. That's it. You can literally have a million-dollar business with $99 sign up. And what I mean by that is if you do the work, you can become a millionaire with Legal Shield. And I'm going to tell you something. I actually told my in-law, my sister-in-law, who was kind of mocking me a little bit about it, <clears throat> And I told her, I said, you just watch, you know, there's so many benefits to being an associate. It's crazy. Like you, like you can actually build your own retirement with being an associate. Just as an example, if God forbid I die before Randall, if Randall keeps my membership alive, all the residual income I'm building with that, he'll continue to get it. You know, I mean, no other direct sales company that does something that offers this product like this um, actually has that built into it. You know, are there other expenses with Legal Shield to sell it? There is if you want to market it, but they're not that much. That's the thing. Unlike products like Mary Kay or Avon or other direct sales, things like that, where you actually have to buy product and you go out, you set it up and sell it out. There's there's not with this. With this, this is the product. The product is Legal Shield and ID Shield, identity theft protection and legal services that everybody can afford. So like I said, it's $24.95 a month. And um, $9.95 for an individual for ID Shield. That's it. That's it. It's a no-brainer. I mean, it really, I know people are like, oh, there's there's all these hidden. No, there's not. There isn't. If you have a business, they do have supplements, but like $9.95. I mean. $9.95. Let's yes. make that clear. Yeah, it's 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 affordable. And again, I know I've, I've kind of hammered this a lot, but, but it's so, it's, if you're a go-getter, and you have a network of people you want to help protect and help them to save, then you want to be an associate. Just saying. They have a great bonus program, you know, where, you know, you get your commissions. They're paid out yearly, right? And then every month, you know, if you keep signing people up and you reach your goal that they set for you, you get a bonus on top of it. So you keep rewarding yourself when you do the work, right? But again, you have to do the work, Right? And the training, I'm just going to say this because I, I know our show is already over pretty much, but the training itself is worth the cost of your membership. If you are a leader or you're somebody who wants to be in business or you're somebody who frankly just wants an actual business marketing sales training program, 
then become an associate for sure because you will get access the $99 fee to sign up to sell legal shield is it that's it one year it's it's for life it's not it's actually it's just it's for life it's not um you know it's not it's not once a month or a year. $99 sign up for your life. That's it. The link is, uh, if you go to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash all caps protect me. That's my page. You can look at videos there. If you want information directly from me, then message me. I can put you into an email campaign that will give you more info. I can I can shoot you videos. Uh, some of the videos we've played, played here on the show, I can shoot those videos to you. Um, you know, if you're a person, I'm just going to say this, if you're a person who actually, um, like, like say you're a Mary Kay or you sell some other product in direct sales and you're really good at it, you would be the perfect person for this because if you've already built your business with other people, you can already, you already have a warm market there that you can sell this to. And once people know what it is, uh, most people sign up. In fact, the retention rate for Legal Shield members is over 83%, something like that you know, people who renew. In fact, I was talking to a good friend of mine, a friend of mine I've known for like 30 years, and I found out right before the show that her husband uh, was given the membership through business because businesses sell it as well. And um, the business sold the business, the, the business paid for their employees to get it. That's how some people get it. And he left that company three years ago, continued with his membership, but he didn't even know what his membership does. I mean, he had no idea. I was telling her, I said, do you guys realize what you have? You literally have gold in your hand. You literally have gold. You have a law firm in the palm of your hand that will help you with a ton of stuff. If you know what you have, it's gold. It's not literal gold. Okay, people, I know some of you are going, well, it's not really gold. It is gold. It's literal gold. It's not literal in the sense of actual gold, but you know what I mean. It's figurative <laughs> gold in the palm of your hand, but it's, it's actually great. Uh, and you know, legal shield is, is awesome. So I picked this up as a side gig to help fund Bible news radio. Um, and I want you guys to be on my team, defend and save. That's my team, team defend and save. I guess that's it now. Um, cause we want to help defend and save not only <laughs> literally with the, with the product, but also, um, you know, also to, uh, do that. So if you're thinking about becoming a member and selling it, then I would love for you to come on my team and, and join me because it would, it would help us out, but also help you out really good. And, and I'd love to train you. So, um, so Randall's telling me to wrap it up. So, um, contact me afterwards and we'll set up a time to talk. Uh, and I'm available actually the rest of this evening, right after the show, I already have one person I'm talking to, but, um, but you know, I'm, I'm available. So, um, cause Tuesday and Thursday is really the day that I focus on this. So, uh, so yeah, get in touch with me. All right. So everybody tomorrow, like I said, is bare faces in my wedding anniversary. And I believe we're doing a show. Uh, we were thinking about showing you some pictures of us when we were super young, but, uh, I'm not show. I'm not sure if, uh, <laughs> if we want, I, we'll see what we do tomorrow. Anyway, the other thing is, Hey, Sylvia Zulin, uh, if you haven't joined my text messaging service yet, text 33222, the word Bible news to 33222, text that Bible news to 33222, and this will alert you of when we're, on, we're going on the show. I'm trying to send out a text message about a half hour, 15 minutes before our show, that way you don't miss it live, and you can click on that and you can watch us live and other, you know, hopefully encouraging things too. So again, text Bible News to 33222, just what Bareface put up there, and become part of my text uh, text team. And you can message me back, tell me your name, because I don't know your phone number by heart yet, and um, I will respond to you. So I uh, want to thank you in advance for doing that. All right, everybody, I, t I care about you guys. I hope you have a good rest of your night. Remember, be bold, stand up. And go with God and share this out. Let people know how homosexuality has been marketed to America. And we will continue with this in a couple of days. Uh, and we'll see you tomorrow, Lord willing. <laughs>